0: Hey, to all the parents and caregivers listening, thank you so much for pressing play on Nat Theo. Are you looking for more inspiration and practical ideas for getting your family out into nature and reconnecting the dots between creation and creator? Pick up a copy of my book, Rooted in Wonder, nurturing your family's faith through God's creation. Rooted in Wonder has been featured on Focus on the Family and is a valuable resource for nurturing faith, and adventure one reader said this book beautifully connects the wonder of nature to deep biblical truths and the author does a wonderful job at explaining how to communicate this to children i am a homeschool mom of children who love all things outdoors and this book has already been a wonderful resource for my family pick up a copy on amazon or wherever you buy books Welcome, listeners, to the Nat Theo Podcast, where we explore nature, the Bible, and how both of those work together to show us just how wonderful our Creator God is. I'm Erin Lynham. I am a master naturalist and Bible teacher, and I love teaching like Jesus did, through nature. Today, we're going to look at what Jesus' favorite bird might have been. Do you think Jesus had favorites in what he made? Did you even know that Jesus was at creation? Colossians 1.16, when it's talking about Jesus, it says that through his power, so that's through Jesus' power, all things were made, things in heaven and on earth. And so we can actually know that Jesus was at creation with God, and I love thinking about Jesus walking through creation after he made everything and listening to the songs of the birds that he had just made. Or maybe he stared up at the clouds and thought about the shapes um, that reflected all he had made that week. Have you ever done that? Have you ever laid in the grass and just stared up at those clouds and thought, oh, that looks like a turtle or that looks like a snake I wonder if Jesus did that too, looking at the clouds and thinking, oh, that looks like that bird that I just made, or that looks like the hyena or the camel or the giraffe. Or maybe he walked along the stream counting frogs or fish. I love thinking about him enjoying nature like we do. So if Jesus did have favorite things amid what he made, I have a guess as to what his favorite bird might have been. But first, I have a question for you. Do you have a favorite bird? In the bird watching world, sometimes we refer to our favorite bird as our spark bird. And that's the bird that when we saw it, it sparked our interest in finding more birds. So my spark bird is actually a black and white warbler. I was walking along the river one day and there was this adorable little black and white bird hopping, did you know birds hop? It was hopping up this cottonwood tree. And I thought, I have never seen a bird like that before. And so I looked it up and found that it was a black and white warbler who was migrating through. So he was in the middle of his journey. And that just got me so interested in finding more birds. So he is my spark bird. And I wanna encourage you that if you don't have a favorite bird, go outside and find one. Go to a natural area that has a good bird habitat. So that could be a grassland or by a river or a lake or in the woods. Go and watch birds for a while and wait until you see one that just sparks your curiosity. Bring a local bird book that you can get from the library or you can use apps like the Merlin Bird ID app that can help you figure out what that bird is. And once you identify it, find some fun facts about this bird. That can become your favorite bird or your spark bird that gets you more interested in finding more feathered friends. So back to Jesus' favorite bird. What could have his spark bird been? I'm going to describe for you a bird. And the chances are you have seen it or you have heard it. It is very small it sings, it visits bird feeders, it hops around on the ground. It is black, brown, and white. And the males have a black patch under their neck that looks like a baby bib. You know, those bibs that babies wear when they eat to not get covered in food. It looks like it's wearing a baby bib. I'm going to play this bird's song for you. And I want you to decide if this sounds familiar. This bird is the house sparrow. House sparrows are one of the most common birds. And that's why I say that you have probably seen or heard one. They're very common. They live on every continent except Antarctica, and they live by humans. That's why they're called the house sparrow. They live in civilization. In fact, if there is like a town or a village where people lived and then people left, like if you've ever heard of a ghost town where everyone leaves and moves on, The house sparrows leave also. They like to live by us. My favorite fact about a house sparrow is that the oldest fossil of this kind of bird was found in Bethlehem, where Jesus was born. I love thinking about Jesus growing up with house sparrows because I watch them every day in my yard and it makes me feel more connected to Jesus and his humanity that he really was a real human, a real child growing up and watching birds and listening to their songs just like we do. So it's very likely that Jesus grew up around house sparrows. Listen to this lesson that Jesus taught when he was older in Matthew 6:26. He told the people, "Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not? of more value than they? We can't know for sure, the Bible doesn't tell us, but since we know that house sparrows were common in that region, we can guess that they might have been hopping around on the ground that day as Jesus was teaching. What do you think was the point of Jesus' lesson that day? The point is that God takes care of our needs. God created the birds and he loves them and he provides for them. But then God created us, and we are his favorite creation. And so of course, if he cares for and provides for the birds, he cares for and provides for us, his children. This promise from God is so much more powerful when we understand a little fact about sparrows. You see, feeding a house sparrow is no small task. It's not as simple as what I do when I scatter some seed out for my birds every morning. It's not like that. You see, house sparrows actually need quite a lot of food to survive. If you think about house sparrow chicks, so they're real young, they're still in the nest. A house sparrow chick needs about three to 4,000 insects to reach maturity to get to the point where that little bird can fledge and fly from the nest did you hear that three to four thousand insects this means that house sparrow mama and daddy have to make around 200 trips a day to find and deliver food to that nest for their chicks you see god planned well in advance to take care of these little birds he wasn't just scattering some seed out for them no Back at creation, God was creating insects that these house sparrows would need to live and thrive. And he was creating the whole ecosystems and the habits necessary for that. So he would be creating plants and trees to support the insects, to support the birds. God was thinking of all of this back at creation. If God planned that far in advance to care for these little birds, then you can bet that he planned that far in advance to care for you. That is how precisely our Heavenly Father plans for our provision. Psalm 139, 16 to 17 says, All the days were planned for me. They were written in your book before I was one day old. God, your thoughts are precious to me. They are so many. When we watch house sparrows or any bird collecting seeds or berries or insects, or this spring, watch and see if you can actually see mama or daddy birds carrying food back to the young in their nest. And when you see them, you can remember that God carefully plans for our provision and he is a good, good father. Thank you for joining us today on the Nat Theo Nature Lessons Podcast. Tell your parents or caregivers to get a copy of my new book, Rooted in Wonder, nurturing your family's faith through God's creation. I share so many fun nature lessons and activities to help you get outside and connect with our creator in creation.